young brothers and sisters. My name is Sister Reed. I work with the Phoenix YASA and I'm very happy to be able to talk to you today. Our Lord and Savior in his great Sermon on the Mount given to us in Matthew gave us our greatest challenge and most important goal when he said, be therefore perfect even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. In these words, Jesus challenges us to strive for excellence in all that we do, to develop our talent and abilities, and above all, to live in accordance with his teachings. The pursuit of excellence should be the major work of our lives. Many people, however, give little attention to it. Perhaps they feel that it's not impossible for anyone to reach perfection in this life, and so they let the immediate pressures dominate their actions. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland said in the 2017 conference, Around the church, I hear many who struggle with this issue. I am just not good enough. I fall short. I will never measure up. I hear this from teenagers. I hear it from missionaries. I hear it from new converts. I even hear it from lifelong members. He continues and says, I believe in his perfection, and I know we are his spiritual sons and daughters with divine potential to become as he is. I also know that, as children of God, we should not demean or belittle ourselves as if beating up on ourselves is somehow going to make us the person God wants us to become. With the willingness to repent and a desire for increased righteousness, always in our hearts, I would hope we could pursue personal improvement in a way that doesn't include getting ulcers or anorexia, feeling depressed or demolishing our self-esteem. No one is perfect, but everyone should be striving for perfection. If we should stumble or fall as we travel life's highway, let us apply the counsel given to us by Cliff Gushman a member of the 1960 U.S. Olympic team. He won the silver medal in the 400-meter hurdles and was a top candidate for the gold medal in the 1964 Olympics. But in the American trials, he hit and tripped over a hurdle and was eliminated. Messages of sympathy poured into him, and he replied with an open letter to the youth of his hometown Grand Forks, North Dakota. He wrote, Over 15 years I saw a star, first place in the Olympic Games. I literally, literally started to run after it. In 1960, I came within three yards of grabbing it. This year, I stumbled, fell, and watched it recite four more years away. In a split second, all the many years of training, pain, sweat, blisters, and agony of running were simply and permanently wiped out. But I tried. I would much rather fail knowing I had put forth an honest effort than never to have tried at all. Certainly, I was extremely disappointed in falling flat on my face. However, there is nothing I can do about it now but get up pick up the sinners from my wounds and take one more step followed by one more and one more until the steps turn into miles and miles turn into success. 
I know I may never make it. The odds are really against me, but I have something in my favor, desire and faith. At least I'm going to try. How about you? We all need to remember the words of Lehi. Men are that they might have joy, not guilt trips. We also need to remember that the Lord gives us no commandments that are impossible to obey. Keeping his commandments can be a concern because each of us is far from perfect, both spiritually and temporally. Reminders come repeatedly. We may lock keys inside the car or even forget where the car is parked. And occasionally we walk from one part of the house to another only to forget the reason for the errand. Moroni pleads, Yea, come unto Christ and be perfected in him. Love God with all your might, mind, and strength. Then by his grace, ye may be perfect in Christ. Our only hope for true perfection is in receiving it as a gift from heaven. We cannot earn it. Thus, the grace of Christ offers us not only salvation from sorrow and sin and death, but also salvation from our own persistent self-criticism. William F. Bennett in a 1976 conference said, the church is engaged in the greatest work in all the world, saving the souls of our father's children. It is important that each member knows his or her duties and be dedicated and committed in carrying them out in a manner that is pleasing to the Lord. It is important that all concerned have vision of the total job to be done and his or her role with respect thereto. It is important that we marshal all the resources and get them working together in a correlated way so the church can reach its full potential in helping the Lord bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of men. Our goal is perfection for all of God's children who will listen, accept, and live the gospel. Elder Russell M. Nelson in a 1995 conference said, The process of perfection includes challenges to overcome and steps to repentance that may be very painful. There is a proper place for chastisement in the molding of character, for we know that whom the Lord loveth, he chastiseth. Mortal perfection can be achieved as we try to perform every duty, keep every law, and strive to be as perfect in our areas of influence as our Heavenly Father is in His. If we do our best, we can. The Lord will bless us according to our deeds and the desires of our hearts. Our climb up the path to perfection is aided by encouragement from the scriptures. They hold the promise that we shall, if faithful in all things, become like deity. John, the beloved apostle, wrote, We should be called the sons, and I will also add the daughters of God. When we shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has his hope is purified within himself, even as he is pure. Continually encouragement comes as we follow the example of Jesus, who taught, Be holy, for I am holy. His hope for us is crystal clear. He declared, What manner of men ought ye to be? Verily I say unto you, even as I am. Thus, our adoration of Jesus is best expressed 
by our imitation of Jesus. The Lord restored his church to help us prepare for perfection. Paul also said that the Savior placed in the church apostles, prophets, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. Brothers and sisters, let us do the best we can and try to improve each day. When our imperfections appear, we can keep trying to correct them. We can be more forgiving of flaws in ourselves and among those we love. We can be comforted and forbearing. The Lord taught, ye are not able to abide the presence of God now. Wherefore, continue in patience until you are perfected. President George Albert Smith, who was the eighth president of the church, urged us, let us plant our feet upon the highway that leads to happiness and this celestial kingdom. Not just occasionally, but every single day and every hour, because if we will stay on the Lord's side of the line, if we will remain under the influence of our Heavenly Father, the adversary cannot even tempt us. But if we go into the devil's territory, we will be unhappy, and that unhappiness will increase as the years go by, unless we repent of our sins and turn to the Lord. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland also said in conference, every one of us aspires to be more Christ-like life than we often succeed in living. If we admit that we are honestly and trying to improve, we are not hypocrites. We are human. May we refuse to let our own moral follies and the unavoidable shortcomings of even the best men and women around us make us cynical about the truth of the gospel, the truthfulness of the church, our hope for the future, or the possibilities of godliness. If we persist, then somewhere in eternity, our refinement will be finished and complete, which is the New Testament meaning of perfection. In conclusion, I'd like to end with Elder Russell M. Nelson's testimony. He said, We need not be dismayed if our earnest efforts toward perfection now seem so hard and endless. Perfection is pending. It can come in full only after the resurrection and only through the Lord. It awaits all who love him and keep his commandments. It includes thrones, kingdoms, principalities, powers, and dominions. It is the end for which we are to endure. It is the eternal perfection that God has in store for each of us. I so testify in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.